You are now about to experience the most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Oh, you knucklehead. From all my stars. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. All right, so heavens, welcome into Flipping Out Radio, most American podcast ever created. I'm in a very foul mood. What else is new? Because it happens to be in between the time of April and November, or most of the time, really like August through the time when it still matters. And it's baseball season, and uh, the Mets are making my life absolutely miserable. What else is new? Um, They have a very, very strong ability to do that, and they're very good at it. And it's because they're just an absolutely horrific, god-awful franchise. And uh, I'm sure it'll never change until they switch ownership, which will probably never happen in my lifetime. So my new dream, my new prayer, to the extent that like when I was a little kid, I might hope and pray that I would see a World Series before I die. Now I pray that I will see Major League Baseball die. That I will see Major League Baseball decline in attendance, decline in popularity. You know, maybe lacrosse will help me out. You know, my my grandfather's game, you know, a game that's been very good to my family. Hopefully lacrosse can continue its ascension and just take down Major League Baseball. Because I hate it. I hate it as an institution. I hate what it's done to me. And um, I would love to see Major League Baseball die. That would be great. And I'm hoping that lacrosse can do that. What do you think, Appleseed? Do you think that can happen? No. Why not? Uh, Because of concussions. If it were a non-contact sport... Oh, what a fucking joke. This fucking recording wasn't going. So, trying a new fucking file, see if this one works. Boy, man, I'll tell you. Why why did I ever stop doing this? I wonder. I wonder, I wonder why I ever stopped doing this. We could stop now. Whatever. Whatever. I talked about John Palestina being a text message hostage. This friend of mine who, like, gets pissed when you don't respond to text fast enough. And he was texting me shit as a fucking typical Yankee fan hater. Piece of shit who's, who's bored with their own life as a Yankee fan, so they have to fuck with Mets fans. Uh, this woman who, like, you know, her boyfriend said she had a beer gut. And then she got fucking pissed. Better watch the recording. Make sure it's going. Oh, boy. And then these NYU students who their parents were called when they were protesting, and they immediately went home. Great, great strength in protesting. So this is the audio I was going to play. I'll hit hit M so I can mark the tape and play it later. Jerry Seinfeld. But this audio is from the Ugandan president. Let me take this opportunity to warn our people publicly about the wrong practices indulged in and promoted by some of the outsiders. One of them is what they call oral sex. The mouth is for eating. Okuria, okuria, cham, cham. The, the mouth is for eating, not for sex. Yeah, so. That was a PSA released by the Ugandan president that the mouth is for eating, not for sex. So that's how they do in Uganda. Uganda be kidding me. Ha! Um, let's see. 
Stephen A. Smith says he won't. Stephen A. Smith says he won't talk about hockey because he's black, which is really dumb because there's like I know MSG has a black hockey analyst. So how fucked up is that for him to say that? Whatever. He, uh, I don't like him in any scenario. So what about this? This guy. This is so fucked up. So this Florida State quarterback, right? Um, had some weed at his apartment or whatever, and. Oh, that reminds me of the whole Phil Murphy thing. I wanted to talk about his, like, really nerd admission about how he smoked weed or whatever. But this Florida State quarterback um, had weed at his apartment, and somebody called the cops because they had seen this weed, and they were calling the cops to say that he was selling weed. Um, It led to a two-month investigation, and then when the cops rolled up on this dude, he had less than an ounce, which doesn't even count, I guess, for being selling or whatever. So he probably wasn't. It was probably just that he had enough for his own personal consumption. But it made me think, like, who the fuck narks on a dude for weed in 2018? Like, who is this person, I right? I believe I have one person in mind. Okay. Oh, like another quarterback on the depth chart? No. I'm. You, you asked the question, who would do that? Well, yeah. I can think of one person. Okay. Oh, my, my ex-roommate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, that was a threat. Like, what... Yeah. What? No, that's true. That even happened to me. Well, no, but I mean, allegedly, on my part, that I would have anything to be. I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, why do people take weed so seriously? I don't understand. But again, in this sense, I think it might have been somebody who was looking to gain from it. Now it just dawned on me that could happen. Uh, so, all right. People, I've noticed, no longer use the internet as much as they once did. To say, like, oh, I'm going on on this trip to this, you know, restaurant, or I'm going on this trip to this amusement park or vacation or whatever, or I just got this promotion or whatever. Like, you know, a lot more it's it's now become kind of like sharing videos and, and going on Facebook to like puppy videos and cat videos and all this stuff. But there are still some people who... Um, are, are really, they think they're really cool online, if you know what I mean. Like, they really are proud of the things that they share and their accomplishments that they're, like, putting out there for everybody online. Like, whether it's a, a job promotion thing or, you know, something about their kids or whatever. Like, there's some people who really, really think they're cool in terms of the, sh- the stuff they share online. But that's gone away. I admit that that's not as much a big a part of, like, Facebook and, and Twitter, especially Facebook I'm talking about right now as it once was. But it's it's amazing to me that there are still people who who really think they're all that in in sharing stuff online and kind of like acting like anybody really cares that much about what's going on in their life. You know what I mean? Like Spoken I think by a Twitter user. Yeah, but see, Twitter is I think even less offensive in this respect. In other words, Twitter is um, by and large a news aggregator that does have some interaction but for the most part it's people going on there and providing like sort of like real-time updates about things that are happening of a newsworthy perspective and i guess everybody's got their own different ways they use twitter that's certainly how i use it but facebook is much more just like on a personal level things that are going on and most of the things i share and see shared nowadays are meaningless crap about you know movies and and nostalgia and you know like i said cat videos and dog videos and all this stuff but there are still some people who go on there and they're like really you know tooting their own horn for the most part 
And I just find that very interesting that there's still a lot of people that do that, you know, like it's it, it's sort of amazing. But I, I do have to th- think it's a little bit disgusting to people who think that they're so cool online. You know, it's it's interesting. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Can't make this up. So a Milwaukee eatery didn't set a Greek freak. You know, Antetokounmpo. How do you say his name? Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. You mean that big basketball player? Yeah, this Milwaukee restaurant did not sit him, and this was days after he said he wants to be a Milwaukee Buck for like the rest of his career. So that's you know bad at this, like as you would say, bad at this that that would happen. You know what I mean? Like this is a pretty big celebrity athlete for that city. What? what they wouldn't. They wouldn't give him a seat. Yeah, I guess they wouldn't give him a seat, or you know. NBA players, or we don't take black. What is no, no, no. I don't think it was anything quite that nefarious. It was just like, in other words, like they should have pulled some strings to make sure this guy could get seated there, right? Like it's it's a big. All right. Well, I didn't necessarily think about the details of it because I'm I'm just saying that to me it's a bad job that they couldn't get him seated somehow. You know, I don't even know the details. I'll admit, I'll I'll admit that I don't know the details. But. Because I was just sort of using that as the premise to set up the next thing I was talking about, which is that, you know, Kevin Durant had to chime in and say how, like, you know, he thinks it's foolish for him to say that he would stay with the Bucks for the rest of his career. And, like, basically he was, like, sort of trying to sound off on his cr- proxy on his situation, having left the Thunder for greener pastures with the Warriors. And you know how I feel about all that. I think that was one of the bitches moves of all time. Um so to me, the fact that he would co-opt Antecumpo's situation and say, oh, you know, well, he he really shouldn't do that because, you know, like I'm telling you, you don't want to stay where you first were drafted. They don't have the resources and all this. Well, you know what? Maybe he does want to stay there. And maybe he does want to try to win it where he was first picked. Unlike you, who basically wanted to play NBA Live with fair trades off and go join the already record-breaking NBA Warriors. And, uh, you know win a championship with them. So this is interesting, right? In New Jersey, New Jersey has one of the highest rates of weed arrests of any state in the country. And we also have a lot of cops, a lot of cops per capita. So that doesn't necessarily help. I think the other state is something random. Like the state that has more arrests than us is like Oklahoma or North Dakota or something like that. I don't know. But um, recently, there's been a push by Governor Murphy, who then admitted later, he was like, yes, I have tried weed. It's not my favorite, but I tried it, okay, or something like that. Um, They're pushing to legalize marijuana, not so much because they think it's anything so great or they're really focusing on like the um, revenue aspect of it or some of the other arguments that have been made, but because they think it's a social justice issue. They think it's unfair that weed is sort of like de facto legal for, as they say, white people, but that it's still very much criminal for Latino and black people. So what I'm sitting here thinking when I hear that is interesting. I have been arrested in the past for weed. I have family members who have been arrested for weed. And yet you're saying it's a de facto legal thing for whites. Interesting. Can you go back and and give me back the money I spent on probation? And can you help me uh, get, you know, this family member exonerated right away real quick for whatever's going on? If it's de facto legal. Who was saying that? Governor Murphy. What did he, I need a quote because this sounds really thin. This doesn't make sense. What he had said? 
What? No, I need to because the premise of of this is thin. I don't. I don't really. What do you mean? I, I don't really understand what. No, I, I find it hard to believe that a, a politician now would say that. What? That it was that he did smoke? No, that that he's saying that. Um. That one is a bigger problem, or one one group has a bigger problem than. Another. Oh, he absolutely said that. All right, I have to find this. Uh, damn it! Where the hell is it? Mark the tape so I can just edit out this dead air. Oh, I think I understand what he's saying. Okay, you understand what he's saying? I think so. If you find the quote, I bet it'll make sense. What? Yeah. What? What is it that it makes sense to me? What he's saying? It's bullshit, though. It's not true. Again, I am white, and I've been arrested for weed. I had to pay money. I had to go through probation. Right. I have close family members who are going to go through the same thing. So for him to say that it's de facto legal for white people. No, I think the um, you have to walk it out because I've heard this before. The argument that's being made there is that, by and large, the white population is in a position to defend themselves and not go to prison, whereas um, a, a defendant of color might not have the same access to resources to defend themselves and end up in prison. Well, Making I mean, bail, hiring competent counsel. Yeah, and like that's that. all the more that's all the more reason to uh, potentially reform the way we look at weed from a legal perspective, especially criminality wise. And, you know, I approve that. But that doesn't mean that consequences, just because you might decide that the consequences are more punitive should you actually have to go and serve jail time uh, or spend more time doing customer service than if you, say, pay the money to go through a trial diversionary program or actually go through probation. You know, you could say one's worse, one's the other, one's better, one's not. That's not for the legal system to decide. They're metting out punishment for a crime that you were charged with and, you know, they had sufficient evidence to prove that you did. So, you know, whether you get this punishment or that punishment, you're still paying for the crime. So you can't say that it's de facto legal. That's fucking ignorant. That's, but that's, that's, again, I'm not defending a quote. I'm, that's not the argument that's being made. Well, you know, the argument that is being made by me is, and this is something that my brother Kyle and I have quoted before and done as a, as a skit on the show, I believe, where we talked about, where's my white privilege? That's what I'd like to know. But that's what I'm saying. In, in that argument, the fact that you were able to defend yourself mm-hmm. and you had access to competent counsel. Well, no one goes to jail for their first offense having less than a seller's amount of weed. What is a seller's amount of weed? An ounce. An ounce or higher. And that's decided by the law. That's statute. That's like whether or not it qualifies for being a distribution area level of weed or not. Okay, I understand. I understand. And this this sort of conversation suspends the question of should cannabis be legal? Because that's a whole other... I'm not... I'm I'm only talking about today. What's actually on the books. Yeah. Yeah. So... An ounce is the cutoff. I like I know someone who, let's say, about a month ago, he was in his car with with ten ounces. Okay. 
it was all for someone else, all of it. Yeah. If he got pulled over, he'd be going to jail for a long time. Right. And I don't know, like that in that situation, I think that's where you would see this kid in particular who I'm talking about would have access to better defense than that's a socioeconomic argument and that's not that that is the inherently flawed aspect of trying to make it a race-based right statement. exactly and that's why I never I never go along with that I say it's never it's not about There's race plenty in, of in lots of cases poor it's white really kids more about and fucking white, carny or uh, whatever rich and poor it's really more about rich and poor right so anyway yeah okay uh, uh Oh, so this is a bit, and I, I'm just going to leave this here, and maybe we'll just mention it real quick. I think I'm going to try to work this up in the future, and maybe my brother will join me on this. But I thought it would be funny to um, uh, actually go through, in terms of, like, snail mail, you know, like how mail is just a done thing these days. Like, you okay. don't really use we, – we talked about that on the previous podcast, right? Okay. Um. I'd love to have a bit where you put together like old letters about old sporting events. You know what I mean? Where you're kind of like describing from anyway, you'll, you'll see how I work it out. Sports snail mail. It's a bit that I'm going to work on with my brother. Uh, Taylor ham ice cream. What do you think of that? I heard was that Applegate. No, it's not. It's a, it's a creamery out in like Sussex County or yeah, something okay. like That's that. That's really nasty. <laughs> and don't do that. Don't do that. They fry it with like brown sugar. Yeah, and, no, and come on, come on. It's in the ice cream. It's no, frozen it meat. It, it shouldn't be, is what I'm saying. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Budweiser is releasing a special edition of George Washington beer. It's a recipe that was found that was his personal recipe. Yeah, I know. I heard about it, and I'm eager to try it. Me as well. Me as well. So this is a series that I'm going to start out doing for the podcast. You know, it's pretty easy for me to record things on my phone and all this kind of stuff. And I've been doing that with the podcast I did with Brian, where I record little things as I think of them and stuff like that. Uh, I, I discovered, I went to Brooklyn on Thursday. Boy Pierce, who you've met, and he's been on the show before, had a little concert out there. Oh, I saw something on uh, Facebook about Yeah, that. so I went out there. I had street meat that night. Ew. Have you ever had street meat? Can you be more specific? Okay, like from the city, New York City, the halal no. trucks. No, I'd rather where go it's into the place. lamb over rice, chicken over rice, yeah. falafel over rice combo, and it's like lettuce and <laughs> and rice and uh, like they have different sauces, like the white ahead, sauce, ahead, the ahead. barbecue sauce, ahead, spicy. Ahead. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. It and it's the first time I'd ever had it because to me, I was always afraid. That it was going to have that gross aftertaste, where you go to burp afterwards and you and you taste the like the gaminess of that meat. Ew! I didn't have that. That didn't happen, and I was very happy. I could tell just from tasting it that that wasn't really going to happen. Just dial it back a little bit. So, because I mean, sometimes you even get that from Chipotle, which is really gross. Uh, so anyway, I'm really into street meat, and I'm going to start like a street meat series where I like try one per week and do a little review of uh of the street meat. And it's going to help out my buddy, the Long Island Flid, um, Caesar, Long Island Caesar. He's going to be very happy because he wants to know uh, what are what are like the good <clears throat> street meat spots and what are the ones that aren't as good because, you know, he's trying to figure it out. And he works in Jersey City and he's in downtown a decent amount. So um, anyway, the street meat series. 
You know, uh, that, you know what that brought to mind? Chal Chalash. Yeah. And um, when and that and the crab juice. Right, and then the the choice was crab juice and Mountain Dew, and he yeah. goes, "Ew, okay, I'll take I'll the take crab the crab juice. juice." Yeah, because the Mountain Dew is so gross. Then, <laughs> um, yeah. I also I want to do a, speaking of bits. I have a lot of bit ideas, and I'm gonna have to work on these. I'm gonna try to really lean on my brother to help me with this. But, um, you know those DNA results you get from Twenty Three and Me, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Ancestry.com okay. or whatever. I want to do that, but I want to have people bring me like their breakdown, you know, and like, let's say, all right, I'm going to do like a, a fake one. Okay. Like with you, like, let's say you gave me a, uh, uh, DNA results from one of these websites and I'm giving you your, your breakdown. You just hand it to me. I say, okay. Um, well, you know how like you tend to, um, you always hold on to your change at the end of the day. You have that big jar that you throw it into and, and you know how, like, you always love going to Costco? Oh, you're 4% Jewish. Um, you know, and, and that 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 really, like, strong propensity you have for dark beers and dark whiskey, well, you're 20% Irish. So, you know what I mean? Like, that type of thing. I want to do that with these with these DNA results. What do you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the shitting superintendent in New Jersey. This is a, a crazy story. This guy is, is... Is Doug here? Yeah. Doug Nice? All right, Doug Nice is here. Should we wait on the shitting superintendent for him? No. Okay. So this guy would go for a run every morning, and at the school that he was not superintendent, but rather a, another school relatively nearby, yeah. he would go running on their track every morning. And, you know, separate from that, at least on up until a certain point, people kept finding human shit on this track, Every day. Piles of human shit on this track. Every day. So they decided to set up surveillance, you know, equipment and camera, whatever. And uh, they caught this guy being the one that he's the serial shitter. He's the one who is, you know, routinely dropping crap down on this track. And I wonder how they deduced that. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't know, but that's a, I mean, that's a shitty sleuth if I've ever seen one. Oh, well. Go ahead. <laughs> um, anyway, but I mean, what do you, what do you think of this? Like, do you think that it's like, there's a few different things that it could be, right? Like one could be that this guy hated this school so bad or had some sort of like really deep seated grudge. Like he applied for a job there or he got fired from a job there and ever, you know, something like that. And that's why he was doing it. Um, that's certainly one thing it could be the other and potentially much more damaging and, and, and seriously troubling to me is that he somehow like enjoys this kind of thing you know that he like sort of like gets off i guess on like taking a shit on this track every day either way i am really really curious to hear more yeah, yeah right i need to know like what's going on there yeah now there could also just be um you know it, there's some other possibilities but those get sort of like you know, thrown out pretty quickly, right? Like any kind of a medical issue, right? Whether it be like colitis or, you know, if he's got like a just irritable bowel syndrome or, you know, really bad diarrhea, whatever it may be. It's not that, though. That's not going to be in the same spot every it's single not, day. It's not that. Right. Um, now, is it possible somehow, some way, this is, this is a really far out there possibility, but, you know, just throwing it out there, 
that one day he did really have a medical problem no. and he really had to take a crap. No. Right? And he took a shit no. on this track. No. And he was like, wow, this is the best shit of my life. No. This is just the best shit I've ever taken. No. Out here in this open air, you know, the birds are chirping. It's early in the morning. You know, it's nice out. I'm just taking my shit right in the middle of this field. Wait, are we almost done with this? Maybe that's what happened. And then he was like, I have to keep doing this. And, and almost like in one of those Seinfeldian type traps, he enjoyed doing it so much that then he got caught doing something that he knew he shouldn't be in the first place. You've heard place. the expression beating a dead horse? I have. Right. Oh, shit. What kind of muffins? Banana muffins? Damn, that's or awesome. I love banana muffins. So, Doug Nice just came into the studio, Audio Mark Studios, and uh, dropped down some muffins. So, that's big time. That's big time. Yeah, so Phil Murphy, with regards to weed, said... Um, I mean, he's a real hophead, this guy. He is just a real hophead. Here's the deal. I've tried marijuana literally once or twice many years ago, and I don't have any desire to partake again. But this effort isn't about me. This is about social justice. And it's because, of, again, the thing... Where did he say? Uh, I said to somebody, if this were legalization of scotch or Irish whiskey, I would not need any advice. I'd know exactly what to do. I've never been a marijuana guy. This is for social justice. <laughs> On Thursday, Murphy smiled when the record's Charlie Style asked him to clarify whether he plans to smoke pot if it becomes legal. Ah, Jesus, Charlie, Murphy replied. We'll deal with that some other time. <laughs> He's got one rolled in the limo. Oh, we good? Are we with this, with the show? No. Oh, I mean, I, do you want... Why do you just pause it? No, it's just it's just a shame because we were just finally hitting our stride a little bit, but you know. But good podcast you can hit the stride with. You don't need four. Uh. No, no, that's not really. Who? Joe Budden? No, no. Focus. You know. Focus, man. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying the song that I know. Joe Budden is probably more popular as a podcaster than he is a rapper. You should check it out. It's pretty good. No, I know. I'm aware of the fact that he podcasts. I just haven't seen it. I don't really listen to podcasts. I kind of hate podcasts, to be honest with you. Oh, this is good. Oh, my stars. And, uh, they film it, too. I mean, I really only have, like, several more items. Anyway. Rumpus time is over. What the fuck are you doing throwing a fucking curveball on the first fucking pitch with the bases loaded and no outs? The fuck are you doing throwing a curveball there? I don't really understand. The guy throws 98 fucking miles per hour. If anything, you're going to throw a fastball there and try to get ahead in the count and trust that at least your 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 you know physical stuff at that point is going to work in your favor. It would seem that Gary Cohen agrees with you. What the fuck is going on? I mean, fucking ridiculous, man. And then he throws another fucking pussy-ass pitch. It's just fucking unbelievable. I mean, what the fuck is going on with this team, honestly? I mean, it's unfucking believable. What the fuck is going on? 
fucking joke this team is. A fucking franchise they are. Fucking joke of a franchise. Absolute fucking joke. Is he gonna walk in the tying run? Yeah, of course he is. It's three zero. He can't fucking find the plate. <laughs> this fucking entire team is full of fucking mental midgets, except for Jacob Degrom. He's the only fucking one who is tough mentally and physically. The only fucking one. I mean, four straight fucking pitches from this fucking guy. Four straight fucking pitches. You can't leave him out there, right? He's Oh, no, they're going to fucking leave him out there. They'll leave him fucking out there. Fucking ridiculous, this fucking guy. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. And this whole fucking team is. This whole fucking franchise. Jose Lobatone, fucking behind the plate. Oh, and by the way, uh, Sandy Alderson said something like, Oh, we don't want to bring in any catchers because they don't know the pitching staff as well. Yeah, because the fucking results are so phenomenal with the fucking pitching staff, right? With these piece of shit catchers who can't fucking hit their way out of fucking paper bag. Unfucking believable. It really is. I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Well, I do declare that it's perfectly legal. Okay, I'm just going to finish my podcast here. Real quickly, you guys don't, don't mind me. No, don't mind, don't mind me. Don't mind me. So this is, I can actually just quickly ask this, uh, and I am recording, Doug, but I don't think you care. Would you eat chicken wings that were covered in gold dust? Uh, regardless of the price, forget the fact that they're they're $1,000. It's from this place in New York City. They sell chicken wings that are, uh, it's gold butter. It's actually like supposedly a thing, like gold butter. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, two chains. Okay. What, he that, cooks with that or whatever? No, like uh, he's on that show, The Most Expensivist. Oh, the actual, the actual wings? The, uh, yeah, he's eating like gold covered multiple gold burgers. Yeah, so would you do? On it. Why is that not like bad for you to eat that kind of gold? It probably is. Because that's a heavy metal that your body doesn't really need. It, it probably just has to shit it out. Yeah, it's terrible. So, all right, I, I don't think I would eat that either. It doesn't really like they, their lips are getting all gold and shit. Uh, their lips are getting gold from it? Yeah, because it's, it's saucy. It's fucking, you know. Um, the wings, the, the wing sauce. It's got gold dust in it. All right, so the only thing that can make me feel bad for Yadier Molina, he actually underwent surgery after taking a fastball, fouled off to the deck and groin area. Which which piece of his anatomy has actually been? I don't know. Played? That that was not thankfully for me. I didn't want to know. That's included. Just, that's hard to even. And again, as somebody who's who's caught in the past, that's really truly just horrific. Yeah. Um, Boy Scouts are getting rid of boy, and just becoming scouts, which is interesting to well, me. Wait, so then what about the Girl Scouts? They're still a thing. But what we're saying is boys have no value to society and no right to congregate or bond together or be taught anything in con concert or like, you know. They don't. Boys are fucking ignorant when you get them around in concert and bonding and stuff like that. Gotcha. Shit. I say. Yeah, you know, girls never do. No. 
Um, well, girls don't do as much as boys. Like, boys do some dumb ass shit. And then. Together by I can't, I can't. And then the last thing I have, and I, I'm this, this beeping horn is just sort of like my nice little soundtrack for me, is that I find it very fascinating that Cinco de Mayo is racist and culturally appropriating. But nobody says anything about St. Patrick's Day being like sort of basically the same thing just with leprechauns instead of sombreros. Very interesting. And as that beep, damn, I wanted it to keep going. Yeah. 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 And a guy who went to the Giants said that the Redskins logo is racist, so he's very happy to be on the Giants. So, anyway, uh, heavens. It is racist. This the the Redskins logo. Uh, the most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. It's stereo. I mean, it's stereotyped to us to an extent, but yeah, I would I would rock that jersey. I would rock the the, the crackers jersey. Anyway, and I've seen that as a matter of fact. You know, at different grocery stores, they'll have little signs up top. And it'll say that, and I'll be like, geez, you know, could you say Caucasian or something like that instead of crackers? But, um, he rolled his eyes. He rolled his eyes. Anyway, heavens and very good. This has been Flipping Out Radio. This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you.